0: You're within the norms. The blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. Bye. Norman J. Clement R.P.H. D.D.S. Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, Belinda Brown Parker, in the Spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire, Incorporated.t. Spirit of Rev. C.T. Vivian. Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., in the spirit of the Han. Patrice Lamumba. in the spirit of Erlen Clement S.R., Walter F. Ren 3 M.D., Julie Killingworth, Leslie Pompey M.D., Christopher Russo, M.D., Nancy Seafield, Willie Gignard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Neil Arnand, M.D., Richard Call, M.D., Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., MBA, Adrienne Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Joe Wilding B.S., Martin Njoku, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. We are not powerless, and through our videos, writings, and photographs we will expose the abuses and tyranny just as the video was recorded by the cell phone camera of young Darnella Frazier, bore witness to the murder of George Floyd The blog youarewithinthenorms.com bears witness and both allows the system to be held accountable. We are healthcare providers, not street drug dealers. Tulsa, 2.0 The Persecution of Harvey Jenkins, BS, MD, PhD, mile per hour. There exists a children's book written by accomplished author Harvey Jenkins a Harvard trained spine surgeon with a PhD in chemistry called Dr. Harvey Goes to Jail. It has not been banned yet by the Oklahoma State Legislature but it will because the author of the book is also gay and classified by law enforcement as a street drug dealer who faced 29 drug felonies and was never tried in a court. The prologue reads. When someone in a child's life goes through personal hardship, parenting is put to a test finding the right words to answer difficult questions can be a challenge. This is a story of a hardship of mine that I explained to a child, gently teaching him in the process, some important lessons about faith, pride, hope, justice, and love. Every child needs to understand the pitfalls of prejudging people, and missing out on what they can offer to make the journey and life better. Every child needs to understand the importance of perseverance through the dark times and of holding your head up high when times get tough. And finally, Every child needs to believe that everything will be okay. The Spine of Harvey Jenkins Harvey Jenkins, 1964 present, is an American physician, businessperson, scientist, educator, philanthropist, and author. He was born in Fayetteville, North Carolina, the son of an art professor and mathematics teacher. He is a graduate of the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill with a BS degree in chemistry. He obtained his PhD degree in biochemistry at West Virginia University Health Sciences Center. Harvey Jenkins, MD, PhD. He obtained his medical degree at Duke University Medical Center in Durham. He did his residency training in orthopedic surgery at Robert C. Byrd Health Sciences Center in Morgantown, West Virginia. He was fellowship trained at Harvard in spine surgery. He has experience in orthopedics, pain management, aesthetic medicine, and pageantry. Through his medical spa, He has served as an editorial contributor for pageantry magazine, and he has had a number of clients who have reached the top of American beauty pageants. Harvey Jenkins, MD, PhD. This book teaches you in simple, understandable language how to navigate through the stigma that encompasses people in pain to find the care that you need. HTTPS colon slash slash omni.fm slash show slash Roy Green show slash today's podcast June 5 features BC changes illegal slash embed. According to Harvey Jenkins, MD, in his book, A Patient's Guide to Pain Management. This book teaches you in simple, understandable language how to navigate through the stigma that encompasses people in pain to find the care that you need. It explains how to find a doctor, what to expect when you are there, and how to avoid the traps of being fired as a patient. As the climate of treating pain and seeking pain treatment become increasingly repressive, this guide will put you ahead of the game, so you can worry about the more important things in life, and not just your pain. Photo of Tulsa Hospital Shooting Victim, Amanda Glenn. Tulsa mass shooter allegedly gunned down his doctor after asking for help with pain. From ABC News, the article reads Wednesday, June 1, 2022. A patient gunned down his surgeon and three other people in a mass shooting at a Tulsa, Oklahoma, medical building on Wednesday after blaming the doctor for his pain, according to police. On May 19, the suspected gunman underwent back surgery. Dr. Preston Phillips, one of the four people killed in the shooting at the Natalie Building, a five-story medical complex at St. Francis Hospital, was the suspect's doctor in that surgery, Tulsa Police Chief Wendell Franklin said at a news conference Thursday. More Timeline, How the Tulsa Medical Office Mass Shooting Unfolded. Stephanie Hughes and M.D. A letter recovered on the suspect, Michael Louie, made it clear that he came with the intent to kill Dr. Phillips and anyone who got in his way, Franklin said. He blamed Dr. Phillips for the ongoing pain following the surgery. Louis bought an R-style semi-automatic rifle just hours before the shooting, Franklin said. He bought a 40 caliber pistol from a pawn shop on May 29, police said. Both appeared to be legally purchased, police said. William Love. The three others killed were Dr. Stephanie Hooson, office employee Amanda Glenn and patient William Love, Franklin said. Preston Phillips M.D. likely followed the law and lost his life. In 2018, the state of Oklahoma limited physicians' ability to treat pain for longer than an arbitrary seven days in 63 OK Stat Section 63-2309i, and also limits the dosage of effective opioid painkillers during that period. The Tulsa shooting occurred 13 days after the perpetrator's surgery, and after he complained for days about his lingering pain. It is more than likely both doctors were compelled to follow the law, and their wisdom and knowledge of the medical science of pain care were restricted by Oklahoma law, DEA enforcement. It is further more than likely the thought of being another Harvey Jenkins MD, PhD mile per hour, Harvard-trained targeted physician in a prison jumpsuit weighted heavily in their minds. The Department of Justice DEA and other agencies must stay out of the business of medicine. Preston Phillips MD. According to American Academy of Physicians and Surgeons, AAPS, Executive Director Jane Orient, MD. This tragedy shows the need to examine the oppressive governmental interference with physicians' treatment of pain. Patients can be in unbearable pain, particularly after surgery, and government should not block physicians' efforts to help them. Overzealous prosecutions of physicians who have treated pain in good faith, imposing 20-year prison sentences on some, has had a chilling effect nationwide on the treatment of pain, observes Ops General Counsel Andrew Schlafly. Pending before the U.S. Supreme Court are appeals of decades-long prison sentences of physicians who treated pain in good faith. Ruan v. United States, in which Ops filed an amicus brief urging the Supreme Court to allow a good-faith defense for physicians who treat pain, he added. Tulsa 2.1 When terror is allowed to rule over medical care doctors and patients died. The people's rage. It strikes us as healthcare providers that we are defined by our profession and we are shaped by our ability to treat people's diseases and the pathologies of their disease states. The medical physicians, pharmacists, and dentists of pain care are the most compassionate and the most impacted people. This simple knowledge and training allows us to resist being defiled by the enemies of medical science. The medical profession is being criminalized, and DOJDEA prosecutors are out to destroy us based on the crazed sociopathic beliefs their personal legal career scalps padded of doctors and pharmacists will reach them to a path to higher legal dom. Our achievements are but trophies and scalps, and they learn to target those with ambition, those with drive, those who refuse to be subjugated, and when these doctors have suppressed, the others will know to remain silent and get in line. Richard Redlawhern, Lawhern Ph.D. Once without untreated pain and suffering people rage they can turn that rage inside themselves and they will either become depressed or drug addicts to soothe their pain. Everything is perfectly predictable you kill the good people you have more bad people around eventually the bad people will kill you. Harvey Jenkins M.D., William Love, Stéphane Huesen M.D., Amanda Glenn, Preston Phillips, and countless nameless people are victims of the state of Oklahoma's and United States Department of Justice, the DEA madness in which thousands of intractable pain patients, chronic pain patients have, have with killed themselves or perished suffering while being denial treatment. Kafka's Curse, the District 6 Museum the Expulsion of a Community of Color Under Apartheid, Cape Town South Africa. On the other hand, there will be others who will externalize their rage into mass shootings. They destroy the most impacted people, and the number of criminal cartels will expand, and there will have formed a reversal of evolution. Instead of evolving higher, our nation as a democratic society will disintegrate lower and lower. The Rage of the DEA. While these same governmental enforcement agencies were directly involved, supported, and turned a blind eye to the illicit heroin trade for years in Afghanistan, and most important, the National Office of Drug Control, whose office is in the White House, knew for years where the illicit drug trade existed. They did nothing but blamed the medical profession and doctors like Harvey Jenkins, Ronald Myers, George Tennant, Richard Call, Jay Joshi, Keith Shulman, et al. The evil will persist when good men and women choose to do nothing. Oklahoma Big Pharma Trials National Drug Assessment Report prepared by the U.S. Department of Justice and the DEA in October 2017 identified the state of Oklahoma as headquartering the office of the Sinaloa cartel and most importantly doctors, pharmacists, and drug manufacturers were not the cause of the so-called opioid crisis. Through complacency of Congress and the duplicity of the federal courts, the DEA has been to seized control of the American medical system. The Starving of Harvey Jenkins, M.D., Ph.D. Harvey Jenkins, M.D., Ph.D. From a non-DOC online magazine in October 2017, the article reads, Dr. Harvey Jenkins deserves his day in court. For an opinion on the question, one might ask Dr. Harvey Jenkins, a Harvard-educated spine surgeon with a PhD in biochemistry. Jenkins currently finds himself trapped in a Kafka-esque nightmare, one where the American dream and all for which it stands has kicked him in the head. Currently, Dr. Jenkins spends his time with advocacy for better policy for people who suffer with pain and the healthcare providers who treat them. Jenkins has been in Oklahoma City for some 15 years, the last nine of which were spent practicing in pain management. On January 26, 2015, the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics and the Oklahoma Attorney General's Office, then under Scott Pruitt, raided his medical office. On March 24, 2016, Jenkins and his staff were charged with 29 felonies. While there is a multitude of charges, Oklahoma law enforcement has officially told the taxpayers that Jenkins was overprescribing opioid pain medication. As of the publishing of this post, however, the state has deemed it unnecessary to hold a full trial, though some charges were dismissed in March 2017 preliminary hearings and other charges received guilty pleas. Meanwhile, Jenkins has been unable to ply his trade for two years and ten months. He is nearly homeless and lacks a vehicle. Friends drive him so that he can eat. It is a generally recognized tactic that government prosecutors try to starve those charged with a crime, the state's resources are unlimited while the defendant pays debilitating legal fees for every course of action. The hope is that the accused will run so low on funds that they will start a settlement process, which, despite these questionable tactics, will represent a prosecutorial win. Poverty is the condition in which not knowing your history and the nobility it confers on you. This book tells the stories of little-known and the unsung figures in LGBTQ history and their contributions to that nobility. Some of these stories may be known to a degree, but this book provides context and modern-day connections to fund an even better appreciation for the people and the events. I hope you enjoy this walk through the back roads of gay history as I did learning about our heroes. Meanwhile, Dr. Jenkins is starving. The state is either too incompetent, too politically desperate, or too vituperative to give the physician his day in court. Until then, the Oklahoma Attorney General's Office, through both word and deed, has created a frightening scenario that leaves Dr. Harvey Jenkins guilty until proven innocent. Tulsa 2. 2. The Persecution Rev. Ronald Meyer M.D., Accomplished Jazz Musician Advocate June National Holiday. Oklahoma Ain't Okay. Ronald Myers M.D. Reverend Ronald V. Myers, Sr., M.D. was a family practitioner in Mississippi. He lost his license because of attacks on him by the state of Oklahoma. The charges were dropped, but his license was never restored to active status because of fines levied on him by the Board of Medicine for the unfounded investigation they led against him. In other words, pay us for attacking you without just cause. The Opioid War Against Patients in Pain Dr. Ronald Myers was a leading advocate for health care for the poor and disenfranchised the founder and chairman of the American Pain Institute and the Myers Foundation for Indigent Health Care and Community Development. Listen to the words of Ronald Myers, M.D. in this interview from Pain Patient Advocacy Week in 2017 with Linda Cheeks, M.D. Here. A 1985 graduate of the University of Wisconsin Medical School and Residency and Family Practice at LSU Medical Center, Doc Myers was a leading national advocate for health care to the poor and disenfranchised. In 1990 he became the first ordained and commissioned medical missionary to serve in America's poorest region, the Mississippi Delta, in the history of the African American Church. Dr. Myers provided health care to the poorest Americans through clinics in Chula, Belzoni, Yazoo City, Indianola, Greenville, and Tupelo, Mississippi. He went on mission outreach to Kenya and Israel. The story of Joseph Zolat M.D., Boston, M.A. accused of being a drug dealer. Another Easy Enforcement Targets. Yet in the eyes of the United States, Drug Enforcement Agency and the Department, DEA, this brilliant medical clinician was another up arrogant N-word who needed to be taught a lesson, criminalized, and imprisoned. Listen to this 2017 interview with Linda Cheeks, M.D., from Doctors with Courage. Of our hero Ronald Myers M.D. Linda Cheek M.D., Doctors of Courage, DEA Accused Drug Dealer. Further, DEA specifically preys upon the practitioners of colors, especially older practitioners of both races as they are deemed likely to be more property-rich. This allows DEA to seize larger more valuable assets from their victims and it is further assumed these practitioners are less likely to fight back making them easier enforcement targets. Suicide The Final Analgesic Solution Helen Borrell R.N., writes in The America Agony The Opioid War on Patients in Pain. Page 231 Finally. The intractable pain patients, IPPs, were and are still doomed to never-ending suffering. And they're committing suicide as their final analgesic, this is iatrogenic. It is a medical crime against innocent pain patients whose conditions by valid statistics have zero to do with addiction. Whose use of narcotic analgesic is medically justified, previously permitting them a semblance of normalcy. And it is criminal to equate their normal use of prescription opioid pain control with drug addicts' deaths by tainted illicits suicide by these patients can be directly attributed to the myopic CDC functionaries who approved its misguided 2016 guidelines. And to Gestapo action of the DEA whose, unchecked marauding of physicians' practices have been leaving without their long-time doctors, with no one to prescribe their pain medication. The article reads Wednesday, June 1, 2022. The patient Michael Louis called his doctors numerous times authorities said Louis had been released from the hospital on May 24, five days after his surgery. After his release, Louis called Phillips several times over several days complaining of pain and wanting additional treatment, the chief said. On Tuesday, Phillips saw the suspect again for additional treatment, the chief said. On Wednesday, the suspect called the doctor complaining of back pain and want additional help, the chief said. Conclusion Michael Louis sought help from his doctor for back pain, unaware his medical condition and treatment were criminalized, his Dr. Preston Phillips M.D. treated Mr. Louis, likely knowing he could be deemed a drug dealer for properly providing long-term pain care to Mr. Louis. Instead, of Mr. Louis quietly committing suicide he killed himself, his doctor, and anyone who got in the way. Are we surprised? Is Harvey Jenkins B.S., M.D., Ph.D., mile-per-hour, advocate, and author surprised? For now, you are within. You are within the norms.com Winton Marsalis Concerto for Trumpet and Two Oboes, 1984. The Norms. References. Ronald Myers, M.D. One, two. Crucified on the Blue Cross. Drabs Edwards do. Three. Exposing the DOJ DEA so-called opioid crisis and why America has been had by law enforcement. Four. The racial profile wage raged the unspoken truth of our nation divide. Carol Anderson, PhD, on the war on drugs. IT attacks those who have ambition, those who have the ability, and those who refuse to be subjugated. 5. Walter F. Wren III, MD, Harlem Wisdom Table with Esther Hyatt, PhD, Leroy Baylor, Tulsa 2.1 and the destruction of black healthcare and their providers by DSOG DEA law enforcement. Walter F. Ren, MD, Harlem Wisdom Table.